Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome to episode number 52 of the KDH podcast. I know when I come on for these solo ones, and sometimes I really do joke about having no plan, and this time I just, this is kind of came off the back end of lots of different things. I've called it happiness comes from purpose, fulfillment, and identity. There's a load of different reasons, and I'm going to go deep here. I hope this podcast inspires a lot of people. I hope it just shows them and kind of makes them realize that there's a lot more to fitness than maybe what they think and what it can do for you. And the reason why I'm talking about this today is I just listened to a podcast there with Becky that was on Chris Bradley's podcast, getting interviewed about how much she's grown a business. And I've obviously been part of that journey as well through her growth and stuff. And it was, a, I just really got a sense of purpose, fulfillment and identity. And then also the conversation with Ailey the other day, and she was talking about the sort of the difference between happiness and pleasure I'm going to come on to that. And she was listening to that in a podcast. Then I was also thinking about my journey, how I was really unhappy before. However, I thought I was happy. But again, it was that sort of confusion between happiness and pleasure. Then I started thinking about recently some of the, one of the most common occurrences that I'm getting in my program and clients that I've worked with over the years is what I'm not a life coach. I'm a personal trainer, right? I keep this something. This is something I've been saying loads recently. I'm not a life coach. I'm a personal trainer, right? However, the purpose and identity and fulfillment that I watch my coaching give people, the problems that arise isn't that they struggle to make progress, it's that they start to realize that they're unhappy in other parts of their life, relationships, careers, and this is happening all the time. Clients come back to me, Christian, I'm, I'm so happy with my body, what I've achieved, what I've transformed, my mindset, but I've also realized that I'm, I've actually been stagnant in my job and that's making me deeply unhappy. I've realized that I need to make a change and it scares me. And this is a good problem. It's not a problem. It's something that should be a bit more normalized. And I think when people just think surface level, when people get stuck into a rut, they realize that fitness doesn't just it's not really got a definition fitness. It, it, it does so much more than just get you fit. It does so much more than just give you muscles and, and get you bikini ready. I was talking about this in a live training during the week. I fucking hate that when folk talk about getting bikini ready. Um, like it, it, you do, you step into fitness for life. You step into fitness because you're trying to level up and improve who you are. You're not doing it for a period of time. You're not doing it for six weeks, 90 days, Yes, there might be an entry requirement to work with a coach. There has to be some kind of time constraint, but it doesn't stop there. And the quicker that you realize that this journey isn't just about steps, it's not just about tracking your calories, it's not just about going and doing your session and ticking the box. Yes, sometimes it is important to just tick the boxes when you can't be asked, but the reality is you need to be striving for something that's going to optimally allow you to reach your full potential. And that's what fitness does. And I've just been thinking about it so much. And I thought I would kind of share my story and, and where I've came from, what I've done and, and to where I am now. So like, I'm I'm very fulfilled. Like I, I'm, I wake up every day and I'm full of purpose. Every day doesn't really have, I know what I'm doing. I'm on a mission. I know what I want to help people do. I know what I want to get from my life. And don't get me wrong. I am not trying to blow smoke up my ass and say I have it together. I'm far from it. Like I work with an amazing group of coaches and a mentorship that I'm in. And my God, I look at so many of the people that 
I look up to and I go, man, they're miles ahead of me. And you're like, they're not really. They've just been kind of winging it a bit longer than you have. And that's really it. However, I'm trying to give, I'm not saying I've got it all together. I certainly don't. However, I've just been winging it a bit longer than other people. And people look at me going, oh, he's got it together. But that's just the way that life is, isn't it? However, I wake up and I'm on a mission to help people. It's like, I hate that part when people say things like, I hate Mondays or I can't be arsed with this. It's like, your body doesn't know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It just knows life. It just knows showing up. It just knows purpose. It just knows meaning. And if you don't have those things there, there's going to be a big, deep, dark void in your life. And I know this because I was there. Like, as you will probably know, anyone listening to the podcast or follow me on social media, I served in the force for five and a half years. Prior to that, I left school and done that. And I worked in like a call center for a short period of time. And I've been a coach for four and a half years now. And in this four and a half years, I've done so much growing. But I remember one of the biggest things that was a scary jump for me was going from being known as the guy in the RAF and doing this and like boozing and partying to becoming a coach. And it was this gray area of identity. And I remember making that jump and then you feel very vulnerable. You feel very scared because people are judging you. People are saying things. You don't have any results. You don't have any experience. Although that you have conviction in yourself, you're still very vulnerable because you're new to it. And this is how a lot of people feel when they step into fitness. And I get it. And I've done it so many times and recently when I moved online. However, when I was in the Air Force, like I knew that I had so much more to give, but I wasn't giving it. And it, like I remember just being, I thought I was happy to come home and folk would say things to you like how are you enjoying it but like yeah yeah it's fine it's good yeah i'm enjoying it it was all a big fucking lie i really i wasn't i had a great time i had i met great people i had some great experiences i wouldn't change it it shaped me into the person who i am now but i wasn't fucking happy i wasn't happy at all i was very far from it i was drinking probably sometimes three or four times a week drinking myself into oblivion. Do you know what I mean? Like, again, you can argue that's a part of growing up, but at the same time, is it? Or was I just trying to mask a void? I remember being so unhappy at some points and my mom will even remember this phone. And my mom was so upset when I was like 18, 19 years old, working shift. And I was off during the week and I was someone that was living during the weekend and I was just so upset and I, I couldn't pull myself out of bed some days. And I didn't realize my mental health was in a really bad place, but that's literally nearly 10 years ago now. And, and people don't really talk about it like that. It's now becoming more into light. We all have mental health. It's more of a spectrum. And, and what we do in life, how we show up, what we do, how we feel, our identity, our purpose, our fulfillment, all impacts that. And I've had this talk with a lot of people recently. People talk about it as if it's like, they, oh, I've got depression and they say it in such a way, or I've got this in such a way that it's like, as if it's like so, so labeled and you're like, it's not like, you need to imagine that like everything that you have done or what you are doing, your habits, years and years of the way that you've been acting, the stuff that you've been doing, the, the byproduct is how you feel physically and mentally. And at that point, I was treating my body like shit. Yeah, I was training. I was a fit 18, 19 year old guy into my 20, early 20s. I was fit, but I wasn't happy because I had, an identity that was someone in the forces. I was clinging on to like a narrative that I, I, I knew that I had more to give. I was like, you ever seen one of those pictures where like, it's like what your friends think you do, what your family think you do, what you think, what you really do. And that's what I felt like. I felt like I was like, it was just all a story and a narrative and just, it wasn't really, I, I had a bit of an identity, but I didn't really have any sort of purpose and fulfillment. I wasn't happy in my job. And as a result of that, I was doing things where, yeah, I had a laugh and I met great people. And I wouldn't change everything that I've done, but I fucking wasn't, I wasn't happy. 
like I was, I was only happy when I was boozing. I was only happy when I was literally doing something that was creating pleasure. And that's what I'm going to come on to. Like happiness is where I'm at now. I wake up every single day knowing that I've got, I'm on a mission. I know where I'm going. There's so many different things going. I'm always challenging myself different ways. I just love meeting people. I've always been a social butterfly. I joked about this in a post a week, week and it was something that I pride myself on being like I always talk to everyone. And that's what I loved about the forces. I love meeting different people and all that. But at the same time, there was like a sort of masked void. And I just remember when I changed and became a, a coach and I took that leap, I had, a, I had a great bit of conviction in myself. However, I remember I started to get this like a year into coaching. That's when I actually, I just always used to refer to myself as a PT. And people would say, what's the difference between a coach and a PT? PT is just a qualification. However, coaching someone and teaching someone how to do something is totally different. Coaching someone's all about accountability, having someone in your corner, being that sort of, that, that coach that I never had, being the big brother for someone to lean on. Do you know what I mean? Having the knowledge to back up what someone's doing, showing someone the bare minimum effective dosage to get there, telling someone it's okay to feel the way they're feeling. Do you know what I mean? That is coaching. And I remember like coming into it, about a year into it, and I started to like, I was kind of finding my way, doing all, laying all the foundations, like showing people like my exercise knowledge was good because I was training. But I remember just starting to be like identifying as a coach. And I was like, and I, I started to feel like I had a purpose. I started to see that, yeah, there's fucking more to this business than actually, it's not just about giving someone a training plan and a diet plan. It's, it's actually about like helping someone live a higher quality life and then you start to embody that and practice it and preach it more. And, and I did, and I started to do that more and more. And as a result of that, I just watched things grow. People start to levitate towards you. And probably since like, I, I was probably at a point where before lockdown, I would, I'd been doing so much work in myself, so much bloody learning. However, my purpose had changed. Like I was still a coach. I had fulfillment for helping my clients. However, things had became entangled up and I remember the lockdown happened and I just went, I don't want to go back to that gym. Like I don't, I, I can't go back to that gym. I really don't like that gym. I don't like the way my business was. And then I changed it all again. And then I changed it all again. And then now I'm an online coach, but what I'm trying to get at is it never, ever ends. But throughout that entirety of that thing, I've what what's really changed my happiness is having purpose and, and doing things out of enjoyment. And I remember when I was in the Air Force and I was unhappy, I always wanted to do things that I'm doing now because I knew that's what I need to do and I can't explain it. And I've kind of really went off on one here and I don't really know what I'm kind of talking about. I told you I was just literally making this up as I was going along. However, at the time, was that this is it now, I used to say I was happy. I used to say I was fulfilled. I used to say I had purpose. I didn't. Yeah, I was doing certain things. I was ticking my boxes. I trained religiously. I was a fit person. I had an identity. I was known as a person. But it was all just a bit of a story, wasn't it? A bit of a narrative. And I'm not bashing. Like there's, but however, there was people when I was in the forces that that was their fulfillment. That was their purpose. They nailed it down. But that wasn't me. Like it, I knew that I had to be doing something different. I knew it was never, ever a long-term thing. And for someone else, they might be the complete opposite. They might have started off as a coach and then they realized that they wanted to be in the forces. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no rule to it at all. However, this sort of change where people are at, and it's like the reason why I'm saying this stuff is because 
more often than not, when you find purpose within yourself through fitness, it can quite often shed a light into other parts of your life. And it can be scary. It might be that you realize that maybe, for example, I've seen this with clients where they start getting into fitness and that their partners maybe, maybe they've been, say, for example, you've got people that maybe a couple that are quite overweight, inactive, lead pretty unhealthy lifestyle, got drinking heavily every weekend. And say, for example, the female decides she has this epiphany and they're like, I need to make a change here because I know that we're just doing all these things to create pleasure. So they're drinking at the weekend to create pleasure. They're eating emotionally because it's like a sort of pleasure buzz. It's not happiness, but round the clock, they're fucking miserable. And I've seen it where someone maybe comes to me and they're like, literally, I want to improve my life because I've realized I'm very unhappy with the actions that I'm going through right now. And all of a sudden, their partner's maybe not doing it and they have decided to stay the same. And it can be like an anchor and it can be very sad and it can be very disheartening. And maybe that person just needs a bit of a push or a shove in the right direction. However, that is the crazy thing about fitness and what it can actually do for you when you literally go all in and when you start actually making changes for you, for your happiness. And this is the conversation I have with clients where they get, they maybe lose their vision. They maybe start prioritizing the wrong things. And I always remind everyone that you're doing this to improve your quality of life. You're not just doing it to lose some weight. You're not just doing it like, again, the, the surface level shit that people talk about all the time. I want to get fit. Everyone wants to be fit. Who, who in the right mind would say they wouldn't want to feel fitter? Do you know what I mean? Like that's just an absolute bullshit narrative story that people tell themselves. Oh yeah, I want to get fitter. Of course you do. I want to get fitter too. That's what, that's what I'm doing. However, let's be a bit more specific and clearer here. Oh yeah, I want to lose weight. Yeah, if you're overweight, you, you want to lose a bit of weight because it's obviously you're going to see the scales come down and that means that something's happening there. But let's dig a wee bit deeper here. Like, if you're just literally living life on this sort of narrative and try to live life on someone else's story, like you're just doing it because, oh yeah, because they said it, or that's what you do. And yeah, I'm trying to do this. And you get it all the time. Like people send you send me messages like, oh yeah, I'm trying to do this, but I like chocolate too much. And you're like, what does that even mean? People just say things sometimes and you're like, I wish I had like a wee recorder and I could just repeat it back and go, do you hear what you've just told me there? What you've just said to me? But again, it's this sort of like, People just doing things, going through the motions. And ultimately, you need to remember that if you're going through a rut or you're going through a tough time where things get tougher, you're doing this for you to improve your quality of life. And the conversation that I have with clients sometimes, maybe they've came to me in a bit of a rut, they've came to me with poor health, and they start questioning things and they start getting caught up in the medial tasks, like steps, counting calories. And I'm like, look, let's fucking push this to the side for a second. You're doing this because... Your health is on the line. You're doing this because your mental health is on the line. You're doing this because it's going to improve your relationships. You're doing this because you're no longer going to hate Mondays. You're going to get up with purpose. You're going to get up with identity. However, that bit at the beginning is scary. And I know it because when I took that leap and I left the forces, I knew there was a deep, dark void that I needed to change because I was deeply unhappy. But I just never, ever vocalized it. I was really, really miserable. I was really, really unhappy. And I knew that something had to change and it was scary. It was terrifying. I was conditioned to think that I could only make 23 grand a year as an aerospace systems operator in the Air Force. And that's the way that we're conditioned to think. If you're brought up in a certain way and folk will be listening, what the hell is that? That was my job when I was in the Air Force. And if you're conditioned to think that way, then it's hard to get out of it. However, there's a few things that you obviously can do in order to do that, you can look at the bigger picture and start actually visualizing where you want to be. 
Start visualizing what you want your life to look like and start reverse engineering how to get there. Stop looking surface level because see if you just keep saying the same things, like everyone knows now that if you track your calories and move a bit more and literally exercise, you will change your body shape. It's a fucking given. However, how long will that last when that's all you focus on? However, if you frame that as, I want to be in the shape of my life because I'm sick of waking up with no energy and being a 25-year-old, I'm just making this up, by the way. I'm sick of being a parent that looks like an absolute shambles for the child. And I want to be that person that I've always looked up to because guess what? You can be that person. You just need to pull your finger out your ass and get after it and do it because ultimately... You need to stop chasing things that are just like pleasure, like just going out, living for the weekend. That's what I done. I was confusing that with having a good time. I remember actually questioning and being like, oh man, I wish just every day was like a Saturday because that was the only time I had stimulant. I was numbing my unhappiness with going out and getting pissed at the weekend. Do you know what I mean? And I think you need to do that. Like, I don't care what day of the week it is now. Just every day is the same to me. Every day I get up to get after it. I train, I move, I walk. I talk to people, I have deep, meaningful conversations with people. I literally help my clients change their life every single day. I have deep, meaningful conversations with my girlfriend. I know where I want to be in years to come. I'm doing the work that needs to go to do that. And I'm just happy. And I am not like, I'm not a finished product. I have low days. I have days where I can't be asked. I have to do the work in myself. I have to reach out and put my hand up and ask for help as well. But you are the person that steers it. And you need to understand that it goes, fitness goes way more than just literally tracking your calories and going and hitting your steps. And this is what, when people lose sight of that and they stop actually putting the work in. And that's the thing as well. And I say to people, it's like, if you do the work, then don't be surprised by the results. And the work isn't just doing some things that are like tool. The work's like doing things, like pushing yourself out there, challenging yourself, hitting 10,000 steps every day is a tool to keep your activity up. Once you come to a point, you outgrow that shit. I had this conversation with a couple of clients recently that were stressed about their steps that were way beyond that. And I'm not saying it's not important to track data, but I was like, come on to fuck, man. We don't need to stress about that anymore. That's who you are. That's what you do. Let's focus on some bigger fish here. Do you know what I mean? Let's actually focus on the bigger picture. Hey, what do you want to do right now? And they're like, oh, and that's what people get stuck up in. They get stuck up in the wee stories they tell themselves. And you actually realize that everything that you do, everything that you feel the fear that you feel when I've learned this so much through my Ironman training, speaking to a therapist, it's like, it's all made up. You make it up. You decide what those stories are. However, if you keep making up wee crappy stories, keep doing wee things that aren't serving you and just chasing pleasure instead of actual happiness, and what you'll find is you just stay there. And it's quite a scary, scary, it's a scary feeling to know that you're the person that actually steers your way out of there. So yeah, like that's the, the reason why I, I thought I'd come on and talk a bit about this today was to give some people a bit of insight to it's not going to happen overnight if you're in a place where you're not happy you need to do the work on you to change where that is that journey is going to look ropey however if you reach out and ask for help it's going to accelerate things it's going to change the game for you if you educate yourself on how to fast track the process as well it's going to be smooth and you're going to be looking back and you're going to be like i am so bloody glad that i done that because ultimately, we're only here once. If you don't act upon it now, all you're doing is just literally waiting off years. And I actually spoke about this in a post the other day. Ask yourself today, listening to this podcast, where are you going to be 10 years from now? You're in control of that. Will you be happy if you don't change anything? Or will you be absolutely miserable or even worse off in a position? So start asking yourself questions of that. And that's the sort of things you should do there. It's like, 
start connecting with other people that you know that are going to lift you up. I'm not saying ditch your pals. I'm not saying that at all. But connecting with people that you know is going to be of amazing value to you. Connect with people that are going to lift you up. Start doing things that are going to challenge you. Do things that are changed. Stop stepping back into another comfort zone and telling yourself a wee story that you're doing it. Going back to the same slimming club that doesn't work for you every time and losing the same bit of weight and quantifying your worth off of how much weight you lose. Start quantifying your worth off of your quality of life, how happy you are if you're able to show up and be your absolute best around the clock because you're doing the right work in yourself. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, bit of a bit of a deep one. And I hope that this has kind of hit home to a few different people. And I hope that the sort of personal share of where I was and and the sort of sometimes people look at me and I get messages all the time saying things that you're always so positive. Rewind back to when I was literally in my bed coming off of a night shift, phoning my mum bloody crying, saying how bloody unhappy I was and I had to change things. I didn't know how to get out of it. And do you know what changed things? When I started reaching out and asking for help, when I started saying I need to make a change, and when I started putting one foot on front of the other and pushing myself to feel uncomfortable. And yeah, I'd done that for years and lead up to where I was, but growth never stops. It never, ever stops. And you have to just keep pushing and pushing and pushing fighting against it and realizing that it just never ends so yeah it's quite a it's quite a mental one but i kind of thought the back end of that i've had some amazing conversations with clients recently Um, literally listening to that podcast there with my friend and client becky and the change that she's made in her life started doing a bit of reflecting into the change that i've experienced in my life and a conversation me and ailey were having and it's just be excited by it do you know what i mean like be excited that the growth that awaits you and I think that the saying goes, if you're not growing, you're dying. And sometimes it doesn't seem like it. And I always remind clients of that. Like they're maybe saying about how something was uncomfortable. It was, it was like thing, it was maybe like, oh, it was hard and I didn't like that. And I'm like, well, proud yourself, wear that as a badge of honor because you're doing more than what most people do. And you're leaning into adversity and you're growing because that's it there. And then what you start to find is that if you lead from the front like that, you just get better and better at it. And then all of a sudden folk are like, how's that person so good at that? And you're like, because they've just tried it. They're just willing to step out there and, and do it. And then what you tend to find from that is that person becomes a lot more in tuned and self-aware. And they start to do things for them instead of for other people and living life on stories and narratives that other people tell them. Do you know what I mean? They just, they do things for them. And I kind of wanted to make this year today to, to help anyone that is feeling low, that does feel like they, they lack purpose and fulfillment, it's there for the taking, guys. It really, really is, but you need to make it. It's not going to just literally fall on your lap. Do you know what I mean? Some people, like, yeah, they, they might go into a family business that they absolutely love. They might just naturally, things come their way naturally, but it, it's not just about work, guys. This is, this is about everything that you do, and you need to just try out different things. You need to be willing to embrace that sort of white belt mentality and just go for it, because when you do that, you will find happiness in what you do. And yeah, you'll just, you, you'll know what suits you and you'll just start doing things for more for you and not anyone else. You'll become a bit more selfish, selfish with a small S. So yeah. Um, guys, if you have enjoyed this podcast today, bit of a different one, bit of a random one, um, but a lot about mindset, me, uh, sort of how you feel, how you show up. And I just kind of wanted to give everyone a bit of an insight to like what, fitness and what it does for you so yeah and what it's done for me what it's done for a lot of my clients as well so as always if you enjoyed this episode literally um tag screenshot it and tag me in it and if you literally want me help 
help me, if you want me to help you, guide you into finding more fulfillment, more identity, more purpose through exercise, then drop me a DM and let's talk and see about how I can help you. So as always, have a fantastic day and goodbye.